Welcome back to the Bearded Barbell Podcast. This is the place to go for quick, easy, and actionable health and fitness information. On the mic right now in the green shirt is Coach Tony. And in the other screen in the black tank top is Coach Willie. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Coach. How are you doing? It's been a, you know, it's been a rough uh, couple of weeks, really. I think, you know what? I just figured it out. I'm going to blame that on us not recording podcasts. That's why my weeks have been off lately. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we had a couple of weeks of a break. We just had some scheduling issues on both ends. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, it just threw me off. I think it threw you off too. So hopefully now that we're back here, uh, we can, we can get our heads back on straight. What do you think? Yeah, and I think I think you're hitting the nail on the head. Like we hadn't gotten any recording done, and it hadn't got any. You know, I think that this is kind of like a purge for us. You know, we accumulate so much information and conversation throughout the week that this really helps. You know, get it all out there, and we this provides like that mass information source. So I feel like you know, I it's it's almost a relieving feeling when we do this. So I, I like that we got back to it. Um, yeah, no, this, this last couple of weeks, as far as like, yeah, like you said, scheduling problems, I think, you know, we were at the end of January, beginning of February. Um, we had uh, uh, an episode about, you know, resolutions and why we shouldn't. And I think, I think that, I don't know if it's just, you know, the, the industry or the, you know, what we're doing as far as coaches and personal trainers. I just, it's, it's been exhausting these past um, couple of weeks for me you know, trying to do the, getting the, you know, projects out, getting, trying to get new kind of fun programs and everything started to get everyone encouraged towards, you know, making engagements towards their health and everything. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been kind of an exhausting, I know you can kind of, uh, relate with, with it being a kind of, a kind of impactful two weeks of just hitting the grindstone there. Yeah. On the upside though, over the past couple of weeks, uh Royal Rumble has come and gone and mm-hmm. it's a pretty good show this year you know we had oh yeah and Cody Rhodes come back which we talked about at least twice before on the podcast so that was exciting to see uh Logan Paul showed up stole the show absolutely he, he and Ricochet decided that they were gonna jump from opposite ropes uh and basically just run right into each other and then just plummet to their doom in the middle of the ring that uh, crash yeah, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. I'm sure there's 500,000 clips of it on your favorite social media channel of choice, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that stuff. It's there. You know, and that's what I love about wrestling is, you know, how many people like to talk about, I'm not going to use any F words or anything, but, you know, they people have their, their, their says in wrestling. But if you go and you look at this clip, if you're not a wrestling fan, go look at this clip. These guys, they stand on the top of these, like to stand on these ropes is one thing to jump off these ropes is another thing to jump at another human being across. I mean, I think they both clear around 10 feet. Yeah. Like, oh, and, yeah. and, and then uh, after the jump, when at impact, I think they're at a point of almost 15 feet, almost near 20 feet in the air. Of course, the impact happens on the, on the, on the mat where, or, or they fall to the mat, which is only five feet off the ground or three or four or five feet off the ground. And, uh, but the impact, the sound, the, like just the sound they made when they their bodies collide in the middle of that air. It's like everybody, you see the crowd, your your eyes open up. Everybody's just like, okay, yeah, they're gonna jump because they're they're talking trash across the, the ring. They're holding the ropes. They're like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And you know, mind you, we mentioned Cody Rhodes and Logan Paul because they both come back from injury. Um, Logan Paul, I believe he had an ACL, MCL uh, injury or something like that. I think it was just ACL. Okay, ACL, think, which is still. I think it was just ACL. So, you know, you're, you're, you're waiting for this, you know, like it's a rumble match. So maybe they might be padding him a little. This is his get back match. You know, he's not going to do too much insane stuff because last match we saw him in where he did tear his ACL, he jumped from the top ring post to the commentator's table onto his opponent. And I mean, that was insane for his experience in the ring. Now this guy goes and he collides with another human being midpoint of 15 feet air. Well, mind you, there's about, 10 to 15 other uh, wrestlers in the ring, like uh, wrestling, fighting, getting, bouting it out. And these two guys just decide, okay, well, let's throw our bodies at each other in the middle of the ring. And it was a loud impact. It was, it was wild. I will, you know what? I'm going to make a note. That's I'm going to find a link and I'm going to have that in the show notes. Anybody wants to check it out, uh, head to the show notes for this episode and you'll find it. You'll find at least one link in there. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude, definitely check it out. Like I said, if you're not a fan of wrestling, I mean, I hope this will make you a fan of wrestling because this is a kind of like, you know, this is why we get so excited about it. it uh, like, like coach said, Royal Rumble was, you know, it's like, it's another, it's, it's a kickoff to our, our season, our wrestling season, you know, it, it, it kicks off. Our jump playoffs. Yeah. It jump starts uh, the WrestleMania season, as we call it next, we have elimination chamber. So we're, we're excited about this. And so this is a good time. If you're not a fan to start watching great, perfect time. All the storylines are hitting a good point. Um, the guys are trying to show off, trying to get the man. So they're doing spots like this that are just absolutely amazing and crazy. And, and then you got guys like Cody Rhodes coming back, who we talked many times before about his pectoral tear. I mean, you always wonder about how these guys are going to return uh, uh, from injury. And you look at like Cody Rhodes and it's like, wow, this is this is what like, you know, this is what strength and conditioning is to me. I, I like, you know, for the pretty obviously I like to work out for the pretty muscles and have the, the power and strength numbers to, to, to show off behind that. But when you talk about strength and, uh, and, and, you know, just building in general, this is what it's about. It's about coming back from adversary, adversaries or um, just even just health issues. I love seeing somebody from an injury come back and just be completely rehabilitated and just like they didn't miss a step. Like that's inspiring because not only is it hard to go on a, on a, on a health journey or a workout or any kind of journey, but let alone from a spot where you, your, your mind's in the gutter. You know, I, I have some clients, uh, they've, they've broken their femur um, and, you know, they were just some, a lot of people would be laid out for this and it takes a really strong minded individual of going through all those hard times to push yourself through those. I mean, and I think that this kind of goes in hand in hand with today's episode, but you know, it, it, it does like when you're coming from injury, you can easily sit down and say from an injury and say, well, maybe that wasn't for me. Maybe, maybe I injure myself. I'm going to rehab myself for six to 12 weeks, six months. They say, I'll be back if it's a really bad injury. And then you're thinking, well, do I really want to do this at the end? And, um, and I'm not saying everyone needs to obtain an injury or uh, get an injury or work through an injury or rehabilitate an injury to really experience this. It, it's just, it, it's, it's one of those obstacles that you're gonna, it, it just happens. You know, people either get injured, life happens, something and it's, it's just so great to see Cody Rhodes come back and like the story that they're building for his family's legacy and him so, so he's coming back from an injury he's coming back to take what's his family's it, we, we you know it's this is why this is why we love sports and you know speaking of we got the Super Bowl coming up this uh this weekend uh at the time this airs we'll be we'll have new crowned uh Super Bowl champs they will probably by this time we um, have received their WWE belt from H himself. And uh, yeah, um, me personally, the reason why I brought up the Super Bowl is because, you know, I've been pretty strict on my, my macros, been counting and real, real, real um, tuned into that. I think this Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going to do me some wings and popcorn. What do you think, coach? Uh, you know, I we'll look for any and every reason to have chicken wings because they're fantastic. So yeah, it's, you know, it's an A plus decision for me. Uh, (laughs) I'm pumped about the Super Bowl because hopefully it means the roads will be empty and I can take advantage of that via the motorcycle. So that'll be Mm -hmm. pretty fantastic. So. Yeah. I know, I know coach isn't the biggest football fan, but now we're, you know, this season, I, you know, and I'm excited. I guess this is why I get excited for uh, the spring season. Cause I'm more like, I like baseball, but like we're in WrestleMania season. <laughs> like, I think that the, you know, like football's going to, it's going to be a and- huge, you know, they say, they say this every year, but this year is already shaping up to be a real, real exciting WrestleMania. They're good. They're in Hollywood. They're yeah. in Hollywood. We're going to have all our, our, all our California indie. Like, I mean, even the, the capacity around um, like, WrestleMania, I think, like, just just the shows. Um, any city that you go to, like the show, the city is just popping whenever they have uh, a WrestleMania there. So, like, you know, it's great to see. I know you know a lot of people in the industry probably going to get a lot of good opportunities that week. This whole this whole oh, season, yeah. I think, I think this season is just full of opportunities for people that we know in this sport. And I like, I think it's it's really kind of pumping me up for it. I was listening to uh an interview from logan paul's podcast he was interviewing cody rhodes right after the right after the rumble and 
I think Cody mentioned that during WrestleMania week, there's, you know, I don't know if it's an exaggeration and if it is how much of an exaggeration, but I'm not sure that it's that far off. But he mentioned that there is something like 1,100 non-WWE shows in that city just around WrestleMania because it's just, it's part of, it's it's just, it's part of the experience. Like you can go there, you can go see Mm -hmm. your two nights of WrestleMania, but there's, you know, a thousand plus other things to do there are other conventions there's other shows there's you know there's going to be an nxt show somewhere probably on sunday afternoon i think if i'm remembering the timing right um or saturday afternoon so like there's no short it's like a mini uh you know it's a giant wrestling convention really is what it is yeah it's like a whole week of just professional wrestling and it's it's amazing and yeah like i you know 1100 that does seem pretty steep but i wouldn't doubt it like um, I remember it, it, it must be a big number because I remember uh, this was pre 2020. I'm not going to say the C word pre 2020. And I think uh, they were down in Florida for WrestleMania and uh, Vince McMahon, the then, uh, you know, acting um, um, content. I forget his actual, he was a CEO, but his actual, uh, his actual title, but he, um, he was trying to get the sports commission there in Florida and Georgia to n- not sanction any, any other uh, promotions that week because it was just becoming too much. And it's like, well, you know, these people are piggybacking off him, but he's the one, you know, making a lot of the money. Cause I, there's something like uh, the ones I've been to, it's hundreds of thousands of people in the, the actual arena for WrestleMania. I could not imagine how many people actually just go to be a part of the atmosphere it's like it is yeah, like super bowl seriously. i know a lot of people that are driving out to uh to to arizona this weekend just to be a part of that energy that atmosphere they don't even have tickets to i mean they're not even probably gonna get anywhere near the stadium but there's there's a lot of activities and events that go on around and i think knowing from what i've heard of super bowl activities and super bowl weekend as opposed to wrestlemania weekend wrestlemania weekend just trumps all of what NFL does. I mean, yeah. you know, like it rest, when, when they go, when wrestling goes big, they go big and it just gets bigger every year. So I think, you know, we got a lot to look forward to this, this season. Well, you know, now we, it's been several years at this point that they've gotten big enough that it's just filling football stadiums now. So mm-hmm. the seating capacity for that. And, and I think two nights of this. Yeah. I think in 2020, it switched to two nights. So, you know, it became, 12 hours of wrestling just in wrestlemania alone you know and yeah then they're then they also do at least smackdown the friday before raw the monday after they do nxt there somewhere in that weekend and hall of fame, do, hall of fame is in there too so it's it's kind of jam-packed. So even if yeah. you just do wwe stuff you could be busy non-stop from like friday afternoon all the way until like Monday night, Tuesday morning, just doing WWE stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's great. I love it. And I think that that's why we love the sport. And I think that that's why, you know, we brought up the Royal rumble because literally we just kicked it off, got two guys back from injury. We're rolling, man. I, I think, you know, even just this one conversation kind of got to me kind of hyped up for the next, for the next couple months to get going and rolling, you know, makes me personally want to, to get going. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, on that note, let's let's hop forward. We, we alluded to our topic for the week a couple of times, so I think we should just make the jump, uh, let's do it. Logan Paul style, and we'll just we'll just head oh. right on in. And uh, so this week we're talking about failure. We're going to be talking about why failure is actually a good thing. You know, everybody wants to avoid failure, and it's usually the one thing that we try to do above all else is we want to avoid failure. We don't want to fail. We want to make sure that we, whenever we set out on, on any task, not just health and fitness related, but anything, all we want to do is succeed. We don't want to fail. You know, we're afraid of judgment. We're afraid of what other people are going to say. We're afraid of how we'll feel about ourselves because we couldn't live up to the standards that we set for ourselves. All those are conversations for other days. Um, today, we're going to talk about some of the good things we can actually get from failure and why it's not actually something to avoid, but rather something to embrace. So we'll jump right in. You know, I've got the same thing from the last episode. I got a quick list of some things that we'll hash into and talk about. 
first thing that we're going to talk about when it comes to failure is how failure can actually provide us with a ton of information if we just know how to look for it, right? So I like making just nice concrete examples for us. And since we're a health and fitness podcast, we'll just use a gym-based example. So let's say, for example, that we set a resolution on January 1st and really didn't kick it off until January 2nd because that's the actual first Monday of the year. And we all know we're not starting a new habit on Sunday because that's just not the way the world works. Um, but we decided we're going to go to the gym three days a week, right? So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, that's usually the most common frequency and schedule that we, we try to set. Awesome. So we lock that in. Uh, you know, the first two weeks we do pretty good. We get it. We get all six of those workouts. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all across the board, aces, right? Third week comes around and now we get thrown off. Maybe it's because uh, MLK day was that, was that Monday. So that threw our schedule off. Thought we could just make it up by going Tuesday didn't really happen because Monday, you know, the stuff we didn't do Monday just piled into Tuesday. So really we only got to the gym twice a week. And then we started feeling bad about ourselves because it only took two weeks before we, we fell off. And so the week after that, we maybe went one week or we maybe went once that week, or maybe we just already decided to throw in the towel because that's super common too. Um, but really in that, in that failure, which is really not a failure at all, we, we got some info. We saw that you know, yeah, we tried to go to the gym three times a week, but, we're, but when you actually put the rubber to the road and you try to actually run on that plan, we realize that, okay, as we say on this podcast, life happens for one reason or another. And so there's information that we can take from that. We can take information that says we need to look at our plan and see how we can tweak it. Like you can, you could probably still do three times a week. You just have to put a little bit more, a little bit more, uh, priority on it and just figure out like a backup plan right like if something comes up on that monday wednesday or friday what are we going to do instead to to still get that workout in like can we commit to that tuesday can we commit to maybe a sunday workout beforehand if we know monday is going to be hectic for whatever reason um or, or anything like that or you know another solid uh, option is just accepting that this week is going to be crazy and we're just going to get two workouts uh this week and that's totally fine too um, it, it's, you know, that, that quote unquote failure from not making it to the gym that third time in that week is just information around how your life really works. And that extra little level of customization that you need to continue to be successful. I'm going to use a weightlifting, um, uh, analogy. It's going to be both literal and an analogy form. Cause, um, I use this with clients whenever they're working out. I have them press and they always think I can't do that weight. And I always tell them, don't say that you can't until you don't. And with that, I say like, okay, so I always give them, you know, especially in assessment time when we're first starting out, I don't know what, how much they can lift. They really don't know how much they can lift. So we're all finding out together. And so when we're doing this assessment, I'm constantly upping the weight. I'm con you know, we're, we're hit. We have a rep range. It's not an exact rep range. I tell them get within this. And I, and I, and I base, you know, percentages and everything based on that. What I'm getting to is sometimes they get to a point and they don't get to that rep count that I, I asked them to do. Maybe I said, let's get eight to 10. They're on six. And they're looking at me like, I don't think I can get eight. And I said, let's try, keep trying, keep trying until it, it just doesn't. And I'm not saying you have to work out to failure. I'm really not saying that. I'm not saying every time you go, you have to work out to failure. That's the only way you grow. No, but this is what, this is what the analogy is telling us. When, when they get to six reps of failure, now I know that they're not just sitting there going one tank or that they can go up and wait or just, just in, in general, now you know that that is that weight and that's what you can do with that weight. That's where this happens. Failure tells you where, where you are and where, you, where, you, where you're going. And I, I think... I think we, we look at failure when we can't get that rep up. Again, I'm using this literally and, and you know, in an analogy sense that like if once you can't get that weight up, we think, okay, I'm done. I can't work out. I, I failed. This is bad. I, you know, this is a loss. I think when we think failure, we think a loss. We want to check it down as for some reason, you know, we're, we're ashamed. We're forsaken. You know, we can't ever do that lift again. We just, we just completely insulted ourselves and 
the lifting gods or whoever it may be. And that, that's just not the case. You know, whenever you fail, it's like, it's like we, like, like this first one says, you have a bunch of data to work off of. If I get up um, last, last episode, we wanted to, uh, we wanted to, we talked about somebody who get who wanted to get up and go for a run every morning. And if you've never got up and gone, gone for a run every morning, you're in for a rude awakening. Well, and that rude awakening could be that failure. You know, you could be like, I was going to get up at, I usually get up at 6 30, 7 o'clock. I want to get up at five o'clock every morning now and go for a one mile, a mile and a half run. You set this huge goal, huge thing. You ran, you got up that morning. You were up at 5.05, 5.15, didn't get out the door till 5.30. You, were, you, uh, you have to, you're running out of time. You were only able to get around a mile in and it kind of sucked in your, in your opinion, it sucked. You want to jot, a lot of people will jot that down as a failure. I didn't get the mile and a half. I didn't wake up at five o'clock. Um, I failed. I failed my plan. No, you, the plan was to get you up and running, up earlier and running. You know, first off, that's a win. And second, well, why was it? Why, why are we calling this a failure? Well, you didn't get up in time. Why didn't you get up in time? Why, you know, and, and, and why was it hard to run the mile? It's like, well, I haven't ran in six years and I wanted to run a mile and a half in less than half an hour. And which is completely doable, but it, it's kind of hard to run consistently for a mile. You know, like, you know, everyone likes to talk about how fast they can run a mile. But if you haven't ran in a while, it's kind of run hard to run a mile. But if you fail at running that mile, no one's no one's there's no one running behind you talking. Well, he didn't run the mile. He doesn't get he doesn't get the results. He doesn't get the progression from that. He doesn't get any kind of thing. Nope, that's it. There's nothing you, you're allowed from that because you did not get the mile and a half. You do not get anything. That is not the case. You didn't get the mile and a half. So what? That was arbitrary. You set that goal. You got up and you ran, didn't you? Maybe next the next goal would be to get up and run a little bit more. Maybe you're not going to get that mile, half, mile and a half, but that goal is to get to that mile and a half. But if you can't get to, there, to the, the true failure the true failure in all of this is to sit there and say, well, I didn't wake up at five o'clock this morning. I woke up at 515. I didn't run a mile and a half. I ran half a mile and I walked the other half. I failed. I quit. To me, that's not even failure. I, I don't want to say that's a, that's a loss. You lost. You, you lost, you know, and I, I don't want to be mean about that, but it's true because even if you get up in the morning, say you got up at 515 that morning did your half mile run half mile walk when you really wanted to run the whole mile and a half and you lost even just a half mile there. Then the next morning you get up rather than not doing it at all. And you get up a little bit later and you do the same or maybe a little bit less. And you're like, well, I'm failing. You're not failing the fail. Like, well, like, you know, and I guess failing is kind of a good thing. You know, you're sitting there like, well, why are you failing in your eyes? And you're like, that's when I guess the self-reflect comes and you're like, why am I failing? Why am I failing? Why am I telling myself this horrible thing? I'm doing more than I did before. The true loss is if I don't do this again. If I just, I told these, uh, these ladies at the gym today, they're like, ah, oh, we keep coming, you know? And I was like, that's all you have to do. They were, they're talking about the gym. And I said, how is how's everything going? You know, my general greeting. And they're like, oh, well, we made it. And I was like, that's the best part, you know, showing up. You know, that, that's a win right there. Anything you would do after that is a win. If you fail on the weights, if you fail, if you don't do as much as you thought you were going to do, hey, if you didn't come last week and you came this week, that's, a, you know, you're, I guess we call that failing upwards. You know, you're just, you're going to keep, if that failure, you're like, okay, I only got those six reps. But next week, if I can get eight reps of that, you know, now, now you know where you're standing. That failure taught you a benchmark. It taught you that next week, I'm looking for this. I couldn't do 10 power cleans at hundred pounds and 95 pounds. Now, you know, I, I only got like seven and a half. Why didn't I only get seven and a half? You know, it's not because it's not because, you know, the almighty world just wanted you to fail. Boom. You failed. Boom. You're not supposed to have this. You failed. Boom. You failed. Like you wanted to do this. You wanted to wake up at five o'clock. You woke up at five fifteen. Boom. You failed. You can't do this anymore. You don't get that. It, it, it doesn't happen. Like I always say that this is arbitrary because you, you really are making up the own rules to your, your health. As long as you're making actions towards your health, you can, you're building on that and you can only go 
forward from that. The, the second you stop is when you lose, you know, even um, uh, the, through the winter, you'll get a lot of people coach and they'll say that, that, you know, um, that they didn't go to the gym, that they didn't keep up on their diet as much, but they, you know, still kind of did it. And I think that we were a little too hard on ourselves with, with stuff. And we, we, we don't want to talk about like, we, when we, we talk about failure, we want to talk about it. Like it's the true effort and that's just not the case. Yeah. And you know, really that, that takes us over in our second point, which is, you know, that success takes time, you know, and it mm-hmm. takes more time than we think, you know, we both listened to a, another podcast by our, our good buddy, mm-hmm. Don Vitale, and he was talking about, you know, time-based goals it was one of the points he hit on. And, you know, that's like what you mentioned with running, like you want to go run, you know, a mile, mile and a half in, in 30 minutes. And if you don't hit it for whatever reason, you feel like a failure. And really that's not the case. You know, what you should really take from that is like you said, you got up, you got out and you got running. It almost doesn't matter how much you ran because you are making a change, which is just going and running in the first place. You can worry about the distance later. You can worry about the time later. Just focus on continuing to get up, going out and just running every day or every other day, whatever, you know, whatever frequency that you set for yourself. Uh, You know, we, we get sold. If you pull up any magazine or you go to most Instagram channels, we get sold all of these fast solutions, right? This like, Hey, do this workout. You'll lose 20 pounds in a month. Take this uh, a pill and you can, you can lose weight while doing nothing else. And, you know, we get frustrated when we try them and it doesn't work mostly because they're all bullshit. Um, But, you know, it's, it's basically from reality, not matching up with the promises that we, that we chose to buy into. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, just like becoming unhealthy doesn't happen overnight getting healthy also doesn't take overnight it takes time it takes especially if you're if you're starting out a lot of the stuff you'll be doing at first is just trying to find the right puzzle pieces the right combination of of nutrition the right type of exercise the right frequency all that stuff you're going to be playing around with a lot of these different puzzle pieces to try to find the right the right recipe so to speak and really that's where a lot of these fast solutions sneak in because they you know they promise to work without having to find that right solution except none of them work and you're really just wasting time on those fast solutions that you could otherwise be spending trying to figure out that puzzle for you where instead you know what you could be focusing on is while you're still figuring out those those puzzle pieces other things are still going to be happening and we don't really talk about those so of course we're not going to notice them when they happen we don't you know necessarily notice that we end up, for example, feeling more comfortable with a particular exercise or just with exercise in general, just going to the gym, we'll feel more comfortable, we'll feel more confident with that. We may not notice that even in that first month, while it seems like, you know, the scale is not going going down because that's what we're focusing on, we may not notice that we have better energy throughout the day. We may not notice that we just don't feel as stressed anymore, except we're probably still stressed because the scale won't go down. Um, but we don't notice that, you know, the rest of our day doesn't feel quite as stressful. We don't notice that we're sleeping better, which really helps everything else work. Right. And we, we always focus on, you know, just the one thing, which more often than not is the scale, because, you know, there's this other thing that we, that we passed on that said, we were going to lose, you know, 30 pounds in 30 days, but here we are trying this other thing and it's been a week and we've probably only lost two pounds or one pound, or maybe we didn't even lose anything yet, but we're still working on building some other, we're working on, you know, building habits. We're, we're still working on that foundational stage of just getting everything to work correctly within your specific lifestyle. And at, you know, at first it can seem like that takes a long time, but if you look at, uh, you know, if you look at construction for any building, like a new restaurant going up, um, a new apartment building, anything along those lines. What always takes the longest? They always spend what seems like way too long on the foundation, right? They're just making sure that the ground is, is level, it's firm enough. They're making sure the pipes are running the way that they're supposed to be. They're making sure power lines are set up the way it's supposed to be. And then what seems to happen almost overnight? You go, you go back, you know, three, four days later, and all of a sudden the, the frame of the entire building is up when they were just spending, you know, four or five months just laying the foundation down and, and putting in concrete and all that. It's the same thing here. Like laying that foundation takes time. 
But the more time that you spend building that quality foundation, the easier it's going to be to build the rest of that house once you actually get to that stage. But you have to make the foundation essentially before you graduate into building the rest of the structure, before you build the first floor, the second floor, third floor. And, you know, before you go in and, and paint walls and before you, you put in electrical outlets and, and install fridges and all that, you have to set the foundation first. Otherwise, you know, we've all seen or heard stories of, of houses that were on terrible foundations and the house has collapsed or the foundation split or, you know, it basically made the house unsafe to live in because the foundation gave in one form or another. That's what we're doing by jumping on these fast solutions. That's what we're doing with these 30-day pills or these 60-day workouts or, or anything like that. If there's no foundational component of what you need to do first, you're, you're going to be setting yourself up for failure down the road. And it's going to be a bigger failure. If you don't take, if you don't accept the smaller ones now, you're going to be, it's, it's still going to happen. It's just going to end up being a bigger one later. It's like we talk about when it comes to injuries, you have smaller injuries that can pop up along the way. And if you don't listen to them, they're just going to get louder and louder and louder until you just can't exercise at all anymore. Same thing's going to happen with these plans. The way, you know, I, I want to say, just draw a little tiny circle on a piece of paper. And inside that circle is the way you think things should be. And outside that circle is the way they actually are. And the reason why I say that too is because when I think of the scale, everyone's so fixated on the scale and numbers that pertain to these, these, these things they've been fed through social media and society that we think are metrics for success in fitness and in, in, in fitness and health. You know, there are these, and the thing is, is it, you know, the reason why I say you take that little tiny circle on a piece of paper and that's what you think things should be. And then you look outside that and it's like, well, here's the broader picture of it all. You know, the broader picture is you're thinking about the weight on the scale. You're thinking about, I need to lose 50 pounds in six months. That's that little circle, which isn't bad, but outside that circle, you're looking at quality of life. You're looking at um, clothes fitting better. You're looking at better activities and all that comes with, with, with time. And it's hard to, it's hard to see outside that, you know, when we look, we see a failure and when we see that, that just that little, little, little circle, and it doesn't have to be the weight loss goal. It's, you know, any little circle, it's, you know, unless it's, I don't even think that it's, it's not a failure, but you know, if, if you're training for a competition, that's the only time you really have a set time, a set, like, you know, set obligations that you have to meet in order to compete. A lot of us aren't even on that schedule. A lot of us are, it, this, all these are either, I'd hope an intrinsic type of goal, you know, something that means a lot to you and that's working from the inside out. Um, but again, look at that, that, that one little goal means a lot to you, but you know, it's, I, I, I'd like to think on this, this uh, perspective, because if you look on this, that little circle on the, the paper, that's, that's your goal and that's going to be fine. But outside of that, it's hard to sell the outside because I'm a person that always talks about you shoot for the moon, you'll let, you'll end up at the stars. If, if you, if, even if you did set an outlandish goal, I want to have six pack abs by summer. You probably won't get it. I'm just telling you that I'm not doubting you. I'm not saying you're going to fail. I'm just saying that's a very hard goal for very little short time. However, if you stick to that goal and you say, I'm going to try my hardest though, I will count my macros i will do the exercises i will do what it takes to get six pack abs you don't have to get six packs abs. this is my example if you don't get six pack abs by june july you shot for the moon but you still landed with the stars i mean look what look what, obviously the process of trying to get there isn't gonna put you in a in a situation that you're not gonna like you're not gonna look back and be like june june and july come you know that's five months from now. And you're not going to look and be like, well, I wasted five months. I don't have six pack abs. All I have is, you know, nice fitting clothes, more energy, better sleep. <laughs> I just really want a six pack abs. Cause I'm telling you right now, if you, if you stick with it, you trust the process. It's, it's, it's just like the house coach talked about a house. You got the blueprint right in front of you. And the blueprint says, this is what we got to do. No one ever said, you know, during the, the time of building this structure, no one ever looks at the blueprint. He says, you know what? I saw this thing on the internet that, you know, if we just do this, 
this house will be up in less than a month. And it goes back to coach's point. Well, you could probably build a house in a month. It's going to be the shittiest house you've ever seen. And it's probably not going to be structurally sound. It's probably not going to be one of these houses that last a hundred years. You know, you got the blueprint. You got that blueprint. That blueprint was put together by a professional, someone who knows more or less what that structure needed based on you. You know, more or less, I want to be healthier for my children. That's a, that's a huge goal. That, that's a very mean, impactful goal. And there's a guy with the blueprint, you know, and he's going he's gonna to look at you. And this is the most important thing because you got to identify what your goal is first. Because some people, some people want to train for hypertrophy and pretty physiques and all that stuff. Some people want to train for health and fitness. And when, if you want to train for health and fitness, you want to have that correct blueprint, that struck, that one that's going to build that good foundation. And when, it build, when you build that nice, good foundation, now that you have this blueprint, you got to trust the process. You can't, you got that foundation, like coach said, it takes a while for that foundation to build. You can't look at the back and be like, you know what? I really don't want a house at this point. I think I'm just going to go rent. You know, you're, you're going to build that house, that house, that, that structure. And so the foundation is built, you know, they're halfway through, they're trusting the process. They're not looking at it and questioning and be like, I don't know. I mean, they may question if it's, if, if there is something, you know, questionable about it, but after a while, you just, they, you know, you just, every day you show up and do the work, the work that planned for that day, day at a time. You know, they're not thinking they are planning down the road. But another thing is, is they're working day to day, because if one day project takes two days, then that throws off the whole line because not everything goes perfect in a construction project. And just like in your your fitness journey, doesn't mean the house ain't going to get built just because the, you know, the plumber took longer. So we couldn't get the, the electrician in doesn't mean the house ain't going to get built just means that, well, it's going to be a little bit more prolonged, you know. Uh, the only thing we can ask for is another day in this life. And the only thing we can do is take everything day to day. It is great to plan for the, the future, but on your health and uh, wellness journey, if you are dealing with, uh, with health and wellness, and again, if you're doing a bodybuilding competition, this does not pertain to you because you're in an unhealthy lifestyle. Trust me. I know just kidding. But um, if you're, if you're looking for um, health and fitness, I honestly think that every day, you're a little bit better there there should there there is a goal there is that end goal that, that top of the mountain but at the end of the day if it's all about health and fitness every day if you're just striving just to be that little bit more better if it is just waking up at 5 a.m and trying to go for a run not a mile run just trying to get out even if you just walk out in the cold and say damn it's cold out here i'm gonna go back inside you're still practicing you're still training i i always tell people this is why we call it training there is no performance here. And I tell people that I literally tell my clients that this isn't a performance for me. I'm not here because I get the kicks out of seeing you lift weights. I'm here because we are training. We are training body parts here. You know, so the failure really is in your head. If you're not, even if there is like the failure is really set to you. You're really not failing. If like, that's the beauty of it all. Like, you know, I want to have six pack abs by in by in five months. Okay, cool. Try, go for it, do it. You know, but if those five months come, do I have to just say and be like, you know, stop it? You know, somebody comes, grabs all my my meal preps from me, grab, takes my gym membership away, and say, you know what, you did not get abs in five uh, five months. You do not deserve to keep doing this. You need to find another thing. No one ever says that. No one ever, I've never seen anyone say, I've graduated the gym. I'm moving on guys. Or, you know what? I failed. It's not a class. It's not, it's either the gym is not even the gym, but exercise, health and fitness. It literally are just tools. They're literally tools there. There's no, there's no awards handed out. There's no, there's no one except if, if you have a coach, except they're working for you. They're not, this isn't something that you fail or pass. There's no fail or pass. This isn't school. And I think that's why like a lot of people get the, I think that that's why there's a lot of uh, um, anxieties behind going to the gym is like, you know, why are you afraid to go to the gym? Well, people are going to laugh at me. Why are people going to laugh at me? Well, I don't know what I'm going to, what I'm doing. Okay. Like no one knows what they're doing when they go to the gym. Coach and I, there was a time when I, I, I don't know, coach is pretty smart though. So he, there's probably a time where, you know, he just, he was probably born knowing all this stuff. 
He's just super smart. But me, there's a time, there's a time I had to go to the gym and I looked around and all this stuff and I was like, I'm gonna do what that guy's doing because I don't, I don't know what to do with this equipment. You know, yeah, there, there's yeah. a time, there's a beginning time for all of us. And had I said, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't lift that. You know, um, me and coach are all constantly hitting PRs. We know failure. <laughs> right, coach? Yeah. I think that'd be a fair yeah, assessment. Yeah. I mean, really, really, I'm just, uh, you know, my level of knowledge just comes from me being a super nerd of just like, oh, new study, oh, new study. And I just read all this research and everything. And I try as much of it out as I can. And I'm like, let's see what, you know this research says about about tempo about rep speed and i'll try that out for a while and i'll see how that goes and i just do that on on repeat forever just with different information and different variables so that's where you know my my expertise comes from it's from being a nerd and it's from experiencing things and yeah you know there was there was definitely that time when i walked into the gym and i was like i have no idea what what any of this is and yeah i did i did exactly what you did i was like well that guy looks like he's in shape he's doing this thing so i'm just gonna do that and i'm just gonna kind of like follow along without really follow without like asking and you know i did it did it did what it did um and then you know i discovered youtube and and found some channels that i really liked so learned a lot from there and again you know just learn it from them try it out see what works see what doesn't um and that's really you know that's really the name of the game is just trying stuff and then seeing what works seeing what doesn't the benefit of a coach is you get to work with somebody that's already been through that path. And so mm-hmm. ideally they help you shortcut that process. Like it mm-hmm. took me at least a decade to really find like that, that combination of like what works, right. Of like, mm-hmm. this is the type of lifting I like. This is the type of nutrition that works best for me to support everything. And, you know, having a coach would have definitely helped me shave years and years off of that. And that's, I, you know, that's the ideal benefit to working with a coach for, for anything, for business, for, for health, for, you know, like that's what school basically is, is you're going to a room with a teacher or a professor and they're helping you shortcut the process to learning this information rather mm-hmm. than you just going out and reading like all these random books. Cause there's countless books on any topic. Mm-hmm. And rather than spending all this time going through like, oh, these books are okay. These books are great. These are not quite so good. They're maybe not accurate. Um, they, maybe they just have outdated information because they're 60 years old. Um, you know, you go, to, you go to school, you go to a class and they, if things are going right, they should help you just shortcut and just get to at least sort of, you know, the key finer points of what you're trying to learn. And, you know, that really, that, that also helps us, you know, that basically takes us to our last point too, which is it's, it's okay to go partway through a process and then decide, you know what, I want to switch goals for whatever reason, you know, maybe, you know, when I, when I first got in the gym, all I knew was whatever was in magazines at the time. And, you know, that was basically your, your typical bodybuilding type of, of stuff, you know, three sets of 10 reps was like my home for years because that's just, that's just all I knew. So everything I did, was three sets of 10, three sets of 10, three sets of 10. And, you know, I, I tried that for a while, didn't really get a whole lot of progress. And, you know, at one point I discovered uh, powerlifting. And so, you know, I saw some people doing it. I saw some videos of it and I decided, all right, I'm going to change gears a little bit. And I went down that road for a while. And, you know, so it's sort of a, it's, it's a step back, but it's also not a step back. Like it's a step back because it's a new skill. So that part is true. But it's also not a step back because, again, like I learned information back to the first point. Like I learned that Mm -hmm. maybe the bodybuilding type of training just really isn't for me. Right. And it's true, at least from what I've experienced. Right. Like anytime I anytime I try to veer off to like a program that's got higher volume. And to me, that's like more than eight reps per set. Like the weight always ends up creeping back up. The sets always end up creeping back down. And I before too, too long, I'm back in the home of like three to six reps for a lot of stuff. And so I'm like, all right, maybe that's just where I need to hang out. And that's also where I end up making the most progress when it comes to strength, when it comes to uh, physique for me, even when it comes to, you know, mental stability, mental health, it seems to all be tied to how much I stick to those, those heavier weights and, and lower reps. That seems to be the, the magic formula for me. Now, everybody's going to be different for that particular point 
but don't be afraid to make changes to your plan in the, you know, in the interest of finding that formula, because just because you started off on something and you've already invested, you know, one, two, three months into it, it's totally fine. Like you're, you're going to make changes. You're going to find out new information. And sometimes that new information is going to take you on a different track and that's perfectly okay. Um, you know, success isn't necessarily the same thing as just sticking to the same, as sticking to the same goal forever. You know, you look at, um, what's a, what's a great example. You look at, you know, like Elon Musk, like he's head at Tesla right now. He's got SpaceX, he's got all that other stuff, but he started with PayPal and then, you know, got out of PayPal, moved on over onto other ventures that really aren't even related, but he just had an idea to try something else out. And so he made the changes he needed to, dove all in. And now, you know, look where he is now. Owner, you know, owns Tesla, owns SpaceX, bought Twitter. So now he owns that too. And it's, you know, you look at, hey, you know, you look at uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. I've mentioned him a few times. He started off in a wine store. Like that was his thing. And, you know, in his mid thirties, he just decided, you know what, I'm done with wine. And he started doing uh, business consulting. He started doing like content creation for, for huge businesses. And that was a completely different change. And, you know, now he's one of the most well-known names and companies in that industry and super successful at it. But he, if he was worried about making that switch, it would, it would never have happened. He'd still be in line, which, you know, he'd probably still be crushing that too. But the, you know, the moral here and the main point is don't be afraid to switch goals especially if you think that new goal is probably going to suit you better. Like it's okay. The only, the only time that you'll really actually fail in the, you know, in the context that everybody seems to be afraid of is if you just quit altogether, if you just flat out, you know, just pack it all in and decide, you know what, I'm just done with fitness and health as a whole. Like I, I just, I don't really, what you're saying is, you know what, I just, I don't care about my health anymore, which is, you know, that's a choice that you can make for sure, but understand that, that comes with a lot of other side effects like every choice comes with consequences and so you know the consequences are going to be you know your your body's not going to hold itself up as you age you're going to have terrible you know you're going to have worse sleep you're going to have worse energy um you're not going to be as resilient to everything that the world throws at us these days and you know because health really starts on the inside and however healthy we are on the inside affects our ability to handle everything else on the outside but if you don't take that time to focus on the inside, you know, it's, it's really, it's not going to be surprising when you can't handle the stress from the outside. I think we had three points here. You know, we, we hit off three topics of, you know, the, of why failure is actually a good thing. But I think there's one main point we are driving home on this episode. And it's the fact that this is all really controlled to you. Like it's really your perception of what you see, your goals, what you see, your tasks and where you see your success. Like uh, a lot of people measure success in general society with money. Like you mentioned Elon Musk, you went and is that, is that successful? Because I mean, I, you know, like, yes, that could be successful for a lot of people. You can get a lot of stuff with money, but for some people, you know, being a billionaire isn't the top success. You know, yeah. starting a family is a top, top success, starting a business, starting, you know, just a, a, a modest business, starting, you know, um, it's, it's funny that uh, I, I was started to laugh in my head when you when you when you talked about switching goals, not because it's a funny topic, but because this hits to me like real close. Um, and if you've listened to any previous episodes, you know that my weight loss journey um, from near 300 pounds started when I couldn't complete a family hike, you know, as a mile as a 1.7 mile hike, couldn't complete it. Um, so that's when I decided, look, you need to do something about your health. It's not about looking good. And at that point, I wasn't even going back to the gym. I didn't, I honestly, I was one of those people that said, I don't need the gym. I, I don't want to like, you know, there was some kind of, I would say there's some personal stuff there, not necessarily like with people, but like, I just didn't want to, to face some facts maybe. And so I didn't, I, I didn't, I decided I wasn't going to go to the gym. I got, um, I started doing eating right. And I started uh, doing DDPY and just, you know, adding to my, my non-exercise uh, activity thermogenesis. And I started losing weight. But as, as the time went on, like, I'm kind of glad. I don't think I ever really set uh, like a time frame for myself. I just, I think I, I started like in 
October and I wanted to be better by April, by springtime. I wanted to, you know, lose my weight and everything. And, um, but by that time, by December, I had joined a gym. I said, I wasn't going to join a gym and I was signing up for a gym and it was planet fitness. And, uh, it didn't last long there. You know, it was just, it was like, again, it, it went on with exactly what you were saying. I went there. It just, it wasn't, I didn't feel you know, I kept telling myself, you don't have to do much. You don't have to do much. And I'm just kind of talking in reverse of what we're saying. And then I went to the, you know, and then I signed up at the gym I am now and uh, the rest is history. I they can't get me out of that place now. And, and, but I didn't plan that. It's not like I said, oh yeah, I want to, you know, I really want to be focused on hypertrophy. I really want to focus on just being on the gym all the time. It just kind of happened. You know, it just, I really like fitness after, you know, when it, when I saw what it did for my life within a couple days or a couple months that I was, because really guys, um, and this is I, I, why I'm so, such a proponent for like driving this home and really saying it's, it's all on you because you just have to start simple. That day I decided I was going to do something with myself. I just, I just started eating what I knew, you know, like I, I started, I went and I cooked a package of chicken. I went and I cooked some vegetables and I went from there. I just started, I made sure to eat those. And then like, I, again, DDPY, that's yoga. I don't know if, if, if you're not familiar with it, it's Diamond Dallas Page and he did his own yoga real quick. He, uh, you know, used dynamic resistance, some um, uh, dynamic resistance and uh, what's the one I'm thinking? Isometrics and a lot of uh, physical therapy moves. It's really nothing. It's just standing there. I started losing weight, started feeling better about myself. My goal it didn't necessarily change. I wouldn't say change. I say evolve. I think that's a good word to use. Yeah. We're going to go with evolve, you know, because again, like the point where you're driving home and I think we're kind of subconsciously and subliminally driving this home, but now I'm saying it, it really is up to you and not in a bad way. That should be relieving to you guys. And the fact that, you know, everyone's looking for you to fail. And I'm not saying that as a negative thing. I'm thinking, I'm saying that as an Every time somebody starts a diet, everyone kind of takes it with a grain of salt. They're like, yeah, yeah, okay, you know. With that, you know, you should feel comfortable. Yeah, they're already looking for me to fill. I'm going to fill my way up. I'm gonna, I am, I'm not. And that's why it's best. You don't want to make these, you know, if you're working with a coach, you know, a spouse or someone, it's good. But a lot of times with social media and, you know, a group of friends and stuff, don't tell them your end goal. Don't tell them I want abs in six months. Don't tell them, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. Show them, show them, you know, because then you won't be failing in their eyes. Next time they see you, you're 10 pounds lighter. You're winning. You may have had a lot of failures in that, but all they see is winning, you know? Yeah. And this is, this yep. is kind just of, show up, just show up one day at that, at that pool party and then mm -hmm. just, boom, just, just, you know, pull the shirt off and done ready to go. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and that, that, I think that that takes a lot of pressure off you because now you're not worried about, okay, is this person watching my progress? And are they going to make a comment on, did I not, did I not do this? Did I not do that? Right? No, you're trusting the process. You're just working along. Like I said, I started out with yoga, yoga. I started out with yoga and I'm not saying I'm great shape, great, amazing, you know, best physique here and there, but I got the results I wanted. I got to a place I wanted to be. And I didn't feel like, I didn't feel no pressure from it. I, I there was no time. Um, actually I did set a weight goal. I had set a weight goal for 200. I've said this before on this podcast. I said this, um, set this weight goal for 200 pounds, ignored it. I ignored it. I just, okay. Did my thing was going about it just every day, every day. I made sure to show up for what I wanted, you know, like, this is why I'm, this is what I want. This is what I'm doing. This is the day when we say day to day, just worry about that day. You know, worry about your food for that day, worry about the workout for that day. If it's not happening, if it's happening, when it's happening, how it's happening, whatever, just, just that day, not tomorrow, not the next day, just that day. And if you do that every day, those accumulate pretty fast. And then one day you'll end up like me. I was like, Oh wait, maybe I should weigh myself. I wanted this goal weight. I was thinking, oh, I'm about 210. I was about 200. I've been working pretty hard. I overshot. I was, I weighed in at 196. And, that, and that's because I didn't sit there and stare at the, the scale. I didn't sit here and make all these little for myself, all these little, oh, I want to be this weight by this date. I and it happened. You know, I didn't realize. And maybe, maybe I would have had more results. You know, I could, I could play the devil's advocate here and say, well, if you would have done this and if you would have been this way, you might have more results. 
or I might have got frustrated and quit and not have these results and be bitter and be trying to find another excuse of why I never did it. But I didn't go to the gym and say, you know what, I'm going to start deadlifting because I love deadlifting. No, I started yoga and found out by going to the gym and trying deadlifting that I, I, I think I'm going to deadlift. Even, even if I'm not eating healthy, even I think deadlifts and squats are going to be in my life forever. I, I think, I think they're essential. If I never curl another barbell, if I never prep another meal, if I never do anything, I think at least I'm going to deadlift and squat. And I found that out by like going back to the, the, the third, the third point of this is you know, changing those goals, changing those views and just being fluid. You know, I just, I just took each day and you know, what happened, happened. I ended up in a place I really liked because, you know, and I'm going to tell you guys the original thing that started that, that weight loss to go hike that, that hill. Here's the conclusion. I haven't been back. I haven't been back, been back to do that hike. And you would think I would go back to do that hike, but they've been closed for one thing. And second, it doesn't even matter to me anymore. It's like, I kind of know I'm going to do it. It's kind of like I know that this one thing, it didn't matter to me and it did drive me for very long. But after, after the fact, and when I saw the other side, that it was that little circle, I was only seeing this little circle, but there's this whole other picture outside that circle. And until I put my head down and just said, I'm taking this day to day, I didn't see that picture. You know, I didn't see that picture until like, it happened. You know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't look at my blueprint and be like, Oh, well, this is what it's going to be like. No, I just saw foundation and what I wanted and work towards that. Yeah. And I think that's a fantastic note to, to close us out for the week. Um, yeah. You know, really at the end of the day, keep, you know, set that goal, keep it to yourself really, and just work on executing it day after day after day. And that's it. And you'll get there. It's not a matter of, of if it's just a matter of when, and, mm -hmm. you know, so so with that said, you know, there are tons of ways that you can reach out to us if you do want any help with setting that goal or setting that plan to support your goal or making sure that you're still headed in the, in the right and most importantly, the best direction for that goal based off of your lifestyle. Uh, let's venture on into that. Coach, where can everybody find you if they have questions about that? The best place for questions about that to reach me, contact me, um, and actually interact with me is my Facebook at Willie Otero. Um, that's my personal page. Go ahead and add me as a friend. Send me a message. If you guys want to chat and say, you know, I never, I'm not, you know, I am a trainer, but I do like to help out people. So if you ever say having a problem with your diet or even just, you know, feeling like a failure, come talk to me about those failures. I want to hear about them. I want to hear your failures. You know, that's, that's your challenge. We haven't done a challenge a while in a while coach. Let's do that. This is your weekly assignment. You know, if you're listening to this, go to my Facebook. If you're on my Facebook, message me or coach or the podcast and let us know about your failures. I want to hear them. Trust me. My clients know this. I love hearing failures. They're, they, I love them. I, I love them. You can find me on my Instagram at training the wheel. That's where I keep a lot of my personal uh, journey pictures up and, and such. So if you're interested in that, go follow that um, coach. Where are we finding you? So you can find me in a lot of the same places. You can find me at Tony Davis on Facebook. Uh, I've got a Facebook group as well. So if you are looking for me on Facebook, after you find me, you can also look into, head to the search bar and type in build muscle for better health. You'll find a free group that has me in it. It's got coach in it. Uh, we've got info in there for how to use Matt, how to use muscle to improve your health. You can also head over to Instagram and find me at Tony Davis coaching. And you can also find me on my website, and that is TonyDavisCoaching.com. There's info there. There's a blog with some more info on uh, some more detail on some thoughts. Again, I'm a super nerd, so there's basically the place I go to let my, my nerdy thoughts and nerdy obsessions out. Um, other than that, you know, if you, if you do want to reach out, you've got all that information, all those will be in the show notes so links to everything so super easy to find either of us on any of our channels uh there's also mm -hmm. you know if you if you do like the show feel free to let us know leave us a rating leave us a review we'd super super appreciate that and if you know anybody in your circle that would take and get some good value out of the things that we talk about feel free to share the show with them as well bring them on board with you as you uh listen to the best tag team in all of podcasting as we just do our thing each and every Monday. 
If you guys ever feel like you don't have anyone in your corner, you know you have this tag team in your corner. Please reach out to us. You are not alone. And we talked about failures today. If you feel, if your failures are making you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like it is something that is darkening your day, please reach out to us. Please. We are here. You know, um, we're not only here to consult you on, on, you know, getting started on fitness journeys. We're here, you know, to help you get through these journeys. Cause it's not only, it's not only physical, it's mental and it sucks doing it alone, but you're not doing it alone. You got us. So make sure to follow us guys. <laughs>